Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Flight 785 in the house once again. Did you miss me, y'all? Did you miss me? I am back. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate, and I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How you doing? I'm doing great. Outstanding, guys. We are back. The current time is 5, 10 p.m. on October 9th, 2022. Did you miss me is my question. I know you did. I know. No, guys, we had to do a couple throwback episodes just because of the fact that, you know, COVID kind of got us. And then, uh, you know, we had some other things that came on. But trust me, I am back now ready to issue the greatest podcast stuff that you will ever hear, in my opinion. But, Carrie, are we ready? Are <laughs> we ready? I'm very ready. Guys, it has been a long time. I feel like it's just been forever since we chit-chatted. And you know what? You know what? I'm kind of, you know, just a little rusty, if you will. Just a little rusty. And I know Carrie is because when what? we first, yes, when we first started this intro, <laughs> this is take two. Okay, this is take two, because when we I first started the intro on the podcast, I asked Carrie if she was ready, and she says, yes, I'm ready. No sound coming out of her microphone. <laughs> no sound at all. I waited so long for you to finish, C I coming, didn't even think about checking my mic. <laughs> yes, and so she says, I'm ready, nothing out of the microphone, and so I look at her, I have to have my engineer cut the tape so that we could start over and Carrie has to turn on her doggone microphone. This is ridiculous. But we're back. We are back here in Southeast Texas, aka, what do we call it, Carrie? What do we call it? Cedar Crest South. That is where we're doing the podcast from, the domicile, Cedar Crest South here in Southeast Texas. It's a good time, guys. This is the show where we pull up a little, you know, current events, couple topics and we chop it up right carrie yeah we chop it up but always at the top of the show i have to let you guys know i have what you call diplomatic immunity so don't get upset at me i may say some things that may ruffle some feathers if you will but it's all good diplomatic immunity don't get mad at me don't email the show with your displeasure but if you do want to email the show you know with anything else shoot me an email it is what is it carrie Flight785podcast at gmail.com. It's just that easy. Guys, I took my Ginkgo Bilboba. You Obviously, because I can't I'm even get anything it. out well, today. Well, you know, it was the Ginkgo Bilboba, and it was the gallons of sweet tea that I had this morning. Taking a break for a month or so gives you a little bit more pep in your step well, and energy, well, too, I'm, well, right? I'm, char I'm charged up because I had the sweet tea, <laughs> no coffee this morning. I woke up this morning, and my throat was parched, if you will. And I said, you know, I don't have time for the coffee maker. I need some caffeine. Plus, it's hot out. It is hot. I need some caffeine immediately. Yes, I said immediately with a G. And so I went to my refrigerator, the old Frigidaire, and I opened it up and I grabbed some sweet tea and it was outstanding with a bunch of ice. So I've had, I'm on my, well, I probably had two or three cups of sweet tea today. So Great. I doubt I'll be sleeping this evening, <laughs> but you know what? It's all good. So at the very top of the show, we always talk about what we have been watching and it's been a while. So what have we been watching on the telly, Carrie? What have we been watching? 
We've been watching Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor uh, in Paradise. The new love boat. The new love boat. I can't believe it. I feel like there's other stuff we've been watching, but there's just been so much going on. So much going on in the background. Kids moving in and out. Yeah, just crazy. Multiple times in the last craziness, four weeks guys. Craziness. Or so. Helping people move. And, you know, when yeah. you help someone move, you know, you really don't know how much stuff you have until you move. And people that, you know, ask you to help them move, you know, I've I've helped some people move and a lot of their stuff is just, you know, I would say junk. I said what I said, okay? It's junk. And I'm moving this stuff and my back is hurting and I'm thinking to myself, why are they moving this junk? But uh, Hoarders, that's what I say. But here's the thing yes, too. Yes. We've moved ten times in our marriage. Yes, we have. And Carrie kept getting getting us kicked out of the places we were staying so we had to move but please continue that's so Gary. not right oh, okay <laughs> it's because right. he was in the military and they're making us move. oh okay that's what it was excuse me but please continue <laughs> please continue i still need help yeah, yeah. with you yes yeah, well thank you anyway anyway i know i prepared wisely every time we moved right. like i i had prep packed before the movers even came right right so they would just open up the box, look, stick in some more extra paper, and move on. And move on. And so it was yes. quick and efficient. And so I've never, I think maybe only twice in the all the 10 moves we did, did we do the moves ourselves. And I do not remember it being so crazy. Yeah, it wasn't so crazy. But it's all good. We, <laughs> we, got, we got the folks moved, so it was all good. But anyway, so we did watch Bachelor in Paradise. As We're usual, starting to. Bachelor in Paradise is where they get uh, these bunch of women, a bunch of men, and they put them on an island. and To find love. That You know what? They're trying to find love, guys. And who isn't trying? Either that or they're trying to find followers and create drama. You know what? Who's not trying to find love? You know what I'm saying? When you oh, get on, I thought you were going to you... say who's not trying to find followers. No, no, no. Well, that that true. That too. That too. Yeah. You know, you guys. I whipped my head around like what? Yeah. Well, feel free to follow me, Flight Seven Eight Five on Instagram. That's a great segue. Yes, Flight Seven Eight Five on Instagram. It's just that easy. That's not what I was. You know, you got listen. What you do is you go to your Motorola Razor phone and you pull up Instagram and you look for Flight Seven Eight Five, and there you will see a tall glass of chocolate milk there ready you know to entertain you with great you know, photos my yes. favorite phone yes. or yeah my favorite phone was the little samsung flip phone that little, i had listen because... samsung's not paying us okay so no <laughs> no pub for samsung but anyway so the bachelorette or the bachelors in paradise they get all these people on here and they try to find love it's just a train wreck but it's trash tv carrie loves it and so me being the supportive husband ever the ever supportive husband I watch it with her. But as we continue, what else did we watch? The Love Boat, right? The Love Boat. The new Love Boat. I'm the being new... a support of life by watching this. It was a snooze fest the first episode. You weren't feeling the Love Boat. No. Basically, same thing except, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, they're on an island. No, no, okay, no. Try to I think find it's love. more like, uh, what's the other show? Yes. Uh, is it, isn't it Love Island? Yes, Love Island is another one of your shows. But, no, that's your show. But irregardless, <laughs> yes, I said it, irregardless, you know. We just like to look into the psychological effects of young love, right? Carrie, no, that's not true. <laughs> Carrie just loves trash TV. 
No. That's right. That's right. She loves if it. If you ask she can't anyone, get enough of it. you will know that Kenan is the super fan of reality TV well, shows. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But anyway, I digress. So that's what we've been watching. We will keep you updated, no doubt. But as usual, at the very top of the show, I always like to let you guys know what the flight plan is for the show. So we are going to get into Florida Mom. Florida Mom is not happy. She is not happy. So we're going to talk about her. We're going to talk about some issues with traffic lights. And we're going to talk about a gentleman that is upset with his love live-in girlfriend. As well as learn something, right? We're going yes. to talk about learn something. And what are we learning and learn we something? We are going to learn about drive smart essential checklists for cars. Driving smart. No, just drive smart. Oh, drive smart. Okay, I, I digress. Essential checklist for cars. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Guys, yes, we're going to talk about drive smart. Guys, in the show, we always want you all to come away with learning something in addition to the great stories that we have prepared for you. And then we get into my favorite segment of the show, Abby is Not Right, where I grab, you know, something from one of the advice columns and we chop it up. So where Carrie- a great debate yes. happens. Well, we'll see. Are you ready, Carrie? Yes. Okay, fantastic. We are going to move to Florida. Melbourne, Florida, if you will. So here's what happened. A mother threatened to blow up an elementary school and beat up the principal when she was not allowed to pick up her child on campus. Oh, hell no. Yes. Her name is Tiffany Marie Perzori, and she had arrived at the university. Why would she do that? Well, please. Wait, wait, wait. Why would she do that if she can't get her kid? Why would she blow up the school with her kid in it? No, that's not what they're talking about, Carrie. That's not, you know what? Rick James already. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. No, please, follow no, along, I'm Carrie. I'm on no, point. Please follow along. No, she's am. not going to blow up the school with her child in it, okay? Here's what happened. She didn't blow up with her mouth? No, Miss Pitt. Okay, you know what? Oh, my. I mean, like, spewing. Okay, just stop. Spewing. <laughs> Engineer. Irritations <laughs> out of her mouth. Let me tell you something you are on a fine line right now you are on thin ice okay you are on thin ice so far this I is can't ridiculous wait. okay so <laughs> i can't take it with you okay so miss tiffany she had arrived at the university park elementary school in melbourne about 8 a.m on october 5th when a school resource officer stopped her to issue her a traffic citation and a trespass warning according to a probable cause affidavit from the Brevard county Sheriff's Office. She threw the trespass warning out the window and left the school. She later called 911 and told dispatchers that she needed a police officer to meet her at the school because she was fitting to tear this down, the affidavit said. She said that if the school didn't let her pick up her bleep child, she would blow this up. The school sheltered in place because of the threat. See, I told you. No, no, she's wasn't. and her child's in the school. No, she wants. You she's know, threatening she, her no, child no, she, too. No, she was not going to. Okay, we need to buckle up because <laughs> Carrie's already Carrie's not understanding. No, okay. The school sheltered in place because of the threat. Yeah. Okay, and so Tiffany also called the school's principal. Who told her? The principal told her that she would not be allowed. Okay, you are not allowed on the premises gary she's not allowed on the premises okay how does she get her child well you know what 
I don't know, okay? She's not allowed to pick up her child on school grounds, or she's not allowed on the school grounds. Why? And she would have to make other arrangements for her child to be picked up. So That of makes course, no sense to me as a mother. Well, because she threatened. She made a threat that she was going to blow up the school. Yeah, okay? with her child. And so, know. no. So the principal said that she's not allowed on school grounds. <laughs> if, her child, if she can't and get so, the child, then the child's still in there. Please let me finish. So <laughs> Tiffany said, this is what Tiffany said. She yes. told the principal, if she cannot pick her child up, I will punch you and beat your bleep. Catch me outside. How about that? That's what she said to the principal. Okay. So Miss Tiffany was arrested without incident and faces multiple charges, including second degree false reports of a deadly explosion or arson and third degree fleeing and eluding a police officer. Both are felonies, according to Sheriff's Department records. So the problem is she, she couldn't get her child when she wanted to get her child. No, no, that's not what it was. Carrie, you're not following what I happened. Am. Was, no, no. She what went, is the root of the problem? The that's root, how you solve these things. Yes. The root of the problem was that she drove up to the school. Yes. Okay. But apparently she went to pick up her child, but she got a ticket from the resource officer. Okay. Because of trespassing and she was being probably not being a very nice lady. Okay, and then she went on to call. Let, let me finish. She went on to leave the place, call nine one one from wherever she was at, and say she needed a police officer at the school because she was going to blow it up. Okay, so that was the problem there, and you cannot make a threat like that. Okay, no, you cannot no, I, make a threat I, like I, that. I totally okay, so, understand that, okay, but okay. why wouldn't they let her have her child? You should be able to have your child whenever and however and whatever you want. You know, my head's starting to hurt. Let's move on. I don't care if they're lining up for the bus or not. Send that damn child to the you're, front. You're not understanding. <laughs> we're, we're moving on. We're going to move on. I've been to, there. Okay. Okay. You know what, please. Okay. Guys, this is what I've had to deal with. Okay. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with when we do the podcast. I just sat back and took it, though. I, di I didn't respond like that lady. We're going to move back to Hernando <laughs> County, Florida. So three men in Florida have been charged after attempting, wait for it, to steal traffic lights using a saw. Oh, hell no. According to the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, a detective was driving home around 1 a.m. Tuesday when he noticed a suspicious van stopped at an intersection with its headlights turned off. Okay. Uh -huh. The detective then noticed sparks coming from the area where traffic lights were in the process of being installed. Mm. Additional deputies arrived at the scene where they said they found three men using a saw to cut the traffic lights off the poles. By the time law enforcement arrived, the men had already successfully cut down three stoplights and placed them inside the van. The sheriff's so the office. Red, the red, yellow, green lights. Yes, those what. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's what. What do they need them for? Well, I'll tell you. Actually, Rick James will tell you. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Thank oh. you. So officials For said, reals. well, officials said that the traffic lights are valued at $5,000 each. Okay. And deputies said that 29-year-old Aaron Ward, 28-year-old James Donnelly, and 27-year-old Oleski, I'm not even going to try the last name, were arrested and charged with grand theft. So they were booked on a $2,000 bond. So that is what we're going to now. That is what we're getting to now in Florida jokers are sawing. so they booked him for a bond that's less than what they stole was worth yes I yes don't, that's don't exactly understand. what happened that is exactly what happened but what how can they resell it like who's gonna buy a used chopped off light 
I I don't know. I I can't tell you. you might you know you might want to email them. Like and ask other them what than they, the people that they stole it what from. They're, they're gonna uh, let me get this straight. <laughs> I mean they're gonna they're gonna cut down the the street lights and they're gonna celebrate back to the city. Well, where the hell else are they gonna sell them to? Let's move on. <laughs> they're gonna go to another state and sell them. Let, let's move sell on. Sell them to another country. Okay, you know, I, like I I don't understand. I wonder if I have any Tylenol here in my <laughs> office. I do, I wonder if I have any. I, I don't think I do. But we're gonna move on. So we this gentleman is having an issue with his girlfriend carrie and you uh-huh. know this is not like Ab- me this is not abby is not well i'm not gonna touch that this is not like abby is not right but we are gonna get into it so are you ready i'm ready okay a man who initially thought his girlfriend was joking about her wish to become a crazy cat lady now isn't sure and feels that he needs to put his foot down after she tried to bring home cat number six okay. oh hey If I said, hey, honey, I want to be a cat lady, what would you be thinking? So you're telling me, let's run that real quick. Yes. I come home. I say, that's it. I want to be a cat lady. (laughs) But why would you be moving out? What what would you be thinking? What do you mean? What would I be thinking? If I said that. If you said that. Hey, honey, I just want to be a cat lady. I know you want to move out, but but why would you be moving out? Because I hate cats, okay? I said it. And, and are you thinking that the house will be full of cats, or are you thinking that I'm just going to like cats? One cat is one cat too many, if you ask me, okay? <laughs> Diplomatic right. immunity, All okay? Right. I know Keep some going of, with the story. I know some of you guys are cat lovers. <laughs> I've got a good friend named Amy who lives in Nebraska. Shout out to Amy. And she has cats. And you know what? I don't do cats, okay? So, A.B., don't get mad at me. Don't blow up my Instagram. Diplomatic immunity. I don't like cats. Okay? So, yes. So, here's what happened. The couple have been together for three years and moved in together one year ago. At that point, she already had two cats, and the pair had specifically looked for a place where the pets would be allowed. Not very nice. So, he's allowing two so far, right? Right. Things started to get stressful when she brought home two additional cats without discussing it with him first. This Mm -hmm. was initially supposed to be a short-term foster situation, whereby she would nurse the felines back to health before finding them permanent owners. However, six months on, and they're still there. Having four cats in the house took a lot of adjusting, and he did try to tell his girlfriend how she really should have spoken with him about her decision first. However, she became defensive and didn't appear to see the point. Around one month ago, the animal-loving girlfriend brought home a fifth cat, again without asking him whether this would be okay. Now she plans to take in a sixth cat, and he feels he's reached his limit. He went to Reddit, okay, and the boyfriend said, I told her absolutely not. I told her we already have too many cats, and that if she brings in another one, I will take all of them except her two original cats to the nearest shelter. She flipped out on me and called me, callous and an uncaring bleep she said these are animals in need and she is capable of providing them the care they need she said they would probably be dead without her help i told her that sucks but animals die every day and i'm not going to allow her to keep bringing (laughs) new animals into our home just because she feels sad for them i know that sounds uncaring but i'm literally surrounded by cats and i hate it so listen I don't understand what's. I don't understand what the problem is. It with sounds this. like she doesn't care what her is that boyfriend or husband boyfriend boyfriend 
thinks. Yes. That's what it sounds like. That's disrespectful. Okay. That's <laughs> first of all, that's disrespectful. Okay. But he's putting up with it. Well, so he must be okay with it. Well, no, he's no, he's not okay with it. Okay. I'm telling you right now. And it says right now that one of the people on Reddit responded and said, uh-huh. This is how hoarding starts. Also, it's unfair to the cats to constantly be having to deal with more roommates without getting them acclimated to each other. There will definitely be risks of fighting for territory if she's doing nothing but dumping cats off, hoping it works out. Just think of all those cats on the counters. All those cats on the counter. So, (laughs) Carrie, what do you think this gentleman should do? What do you think he should do? He chose the situation. He chose. So, so guys, he's got to get himself. Basically, what we're doing. If he goes and gets rid of four of those cats, he'll he'll have chosen his situation. Guys, welcome to the victim blaming podcast with (laughs) Carrie. Okay, she is victim once again. She is victim blaming. Okay, no, no, you cannot. You cannot victim blame. He is a victim here. Okay, his girlfriend is bringing home cats. Now, what I would do. Okay. If, well, let's just do a real life scenario and see a real, what you do. A real life scenario. <laughs> yeah, and see what you do. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> what I would do is this is what I would do. I'm gonna tell you right now. I would get all of those I'd get all the four cats, okay? The four cats, and I'd get the two original cats, okay? And then what I do, why, let me finish. Let me well, finish. Please let me finish. Let me finish. I would get the four new <laughs> I cats. Don't hear. I would get the four new cats. Okay. And then what I would have do is I would get the two original cats, right? So all six cats, okay? Uh-huh. Then I'd go and get my neighbor's cat and I'd take them all to the shelter and drop them off. <laughs> Diplomatic community. Okay? Oh, don't get mad. Goodness. Diplomatic immunity. I said what I said, Gary. Okay? Because I'm not a big cat. F- Fan, okay it's not my thing what say you carrie what say you you're horrible you know what you do that when he buried me but anyway we're gonna move on it's time for learn something we need to learn something carrie are you ready to learn something I am. are you ready are you excited i've learned a lot by writing this. oh fantastic all right let's go let's go okay so this is a triple a explorer it came from the triple a explorer magazine it's drive smart essential checklist for cars Okay. You may know a lot of these. And just letting everybody know, uh, the Kenan and I have very defined roles. It's just how our marriage goes. And I take a hands-off approach to the cars because I don't want to get screamed at for making the wrong decisions about the cars. You know, first of all, I'm so not, his scre- I'm not responsibility a I'm offended. Is the car? You know, I'm offended. He, he's a screamer. I'm, Didn't you hear him with the cats? I'm offended. All right. I'm offended. So there is more to regular oil checkups. Regular checkups are for your car and can help save you from expensive car repairs in the future. Right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to start with the indicator lights. Yes. Um. What 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 do you think about indicator lights? Because these this may mean catastrophic car repairs. So when your lights come on, what what do you think about indicator lights? Well, you know, truth be told, you know, I'm not trying to be a you know I'm not trying to be a bad person or anything. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, if I see women driving down the road, that's an indicator life in itself. <laughs> You're a jerk. Okay. Diplomatic community. That's, that's not the indicator. Diplomatic life. community. Okay. 
I, I can't. Diplomatic community. You are going to be in trouble after this podcast. You realize this. You know what? I'm holding it in. I Listen. will need to go to therapy after this one. Well, you know All what? Right. So do you know the difference? Yes. Let's move on. Okay. Do you know the difference between flashing and steady indicator lights? Oh, I've been flashed many times. Oh, my. George Takai. <laughs> I can't believe George Sakai is here. It, what? Can you be a little bit more Pacific? Okay. Flashing lights and what now? And steady indicator lights. No, I don't. Okay, so when an indicator light comes on in yes. your car, yes. you should safely pull over on the street or the road, right? Yes. And on the side of the road. And then the flashing indicator light means that it's urgent. Urgent. Yes. All right. A steady indicator light is a warning light for... Uh, like the coolant, the brake fluid, the oil pressure, the tire pressure, and in my case, sometimes the gaslight. Yes, the gaslight. Because I, I, I have this husband that just freaking stinks out in the middle of the night or before he can get up in the morning and fills up my car uh, with gas. Hold on, wait a minute. I've gone. How long have you been out of the military? Uh, six years. Six years. I've filled up my car twice in six years. Yes. And no, I'm not sneaking out in the middle of the and night. So, Take me outside. And those day. two times is yes. the only two times that my gas light has ever gone out. So I forget yes. that I need gas in you my car. that you need yes. fuel for your vehicle. Yes. So thank you, honey. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I do it for you. So it doesn't happen very often. No. So. If you continue to drive and do not check your fluid or the warning, it may be a safety issue. Lack of brake fluid will cause brakes issues. Low tire pressure may start out as a nail in the tire and then turn into a full-blown blowout. Yes. Okay. The top things to watch out for are underflated tires. Not only is it a safety issue, it wastes fuel and can self-destruct. Yes. Cars made after 2008, they come standard with tire pressure monitoring systems, and it will only come on when the tire pressure is get at less than 25%. Right. Or more underflated. Right. Uh, you should be checking the tire pressure once a month. Check owner's manual for original tire pressure or manufacturer paperwork for store bought. Yeah. Well, the last thing you want to do is be underinflated. <laughs> You're just on it today. Aren't I don't you? listen. I told you I we had might some tea. Need to take more breaks. I told you I had tea. Okay, I'm filling it. But please continue. Okay. Yes. If you skip fluid changes yes the owner's manual give requirement guidelines for checks in the car life yes. a needed fluid fluid change can cause significant jam damage to system components right right um do you know what happens if your oxygen sensor fails? your o2 sensor uh no i do not please tell me i felt like one of our cars it did had, yeah it did we don't know what happened okay uh, the, the we light went remember. well the light went on and i got it fixed that's oh what, perfect yeah, answer what, yeah that's Good what happened job. the light went on and i got so it so we didn't have to deal with it no so, there was no catastrophic failures i got it yes this is high on the list of things that 
can trigger a steady steady glow of the check engine light and an oxygen sensor is to monitor the oxygen level of the exhaust so that the engine's computer can adjust fluid level or fuel levels for maximum efficiency. Okay. When it fails, you will use more gas, then it will destroy your car's catalytic converter. The last thing you want is your catalytic converter because they are expensive. I heard about $5,000. They they are expensive, yes. So if the brake light, uh, the brake light comes on, what 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 would you do? If the brake light comes on? Yeah. It usually means the parking brake is on. But yeah, that's usually what happens. Yeah, what happens is so uh, if the brake, the yes. worn brake pads, if if the light comes on and there's worn brake pads, uh, the disc brakes tend to squeak right when you're applying them, and it's annoying but harmless. Okay, it should still be checked out though. Absolutely. If brakes squeak when they are not depressed or they grind when they are, then there could be a serious problem. Okay. Possibly you need new brake pads. Probably. Probably. More okay. than likely, yes. So an age timing belt. Do you know what, anything about that? I No, I don't. I don't know anything <laughs> okay. about age timing belts. <laughs> You're my car guy. Well, listen, I am the car guy, but I'm not a mechanic. You listen to the lights. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a, no, you don't, listen, you know what, this is ridiculous. <laughs> No one is listening to lights, okay? They're lights. You might it's, need more tea. It's visual, okay? You're not listening. To, you know what? Let's move on. All right. Let's move on. Age timing belt. The timing belt operates the... Yes. The, uh, what does it operate? Please tell us. The car shaft. Okay. Or the, no, the okay. camshaft. Okay. You know what? what is a camshaft? What is a... I forgot. I had to look this up. I didn't know what a camshaft is. Do you know what a camshaft is? Oh, my. And it's not the camera. You know what? You know what? <laughs> no, I... You know what? I don't know what For the someone cam- that works and in, in does the maintenance and the fuel of my car, I, don't know I need some cam- help here, man. I don't man. know what the camshaft is. Okay. Oh I looked my. it up just for us then. Well, thank you for that. It is the valve that opens and closes uh, the engine valves. Absolutely. It is hard to inspect because it is inside the engine. Other cars use a timing chain, which switch doesn't need regular replacement. Right, if your right. timing belt breaks, valves may collide with pistons, which destroy the engine. That sounds horrible, does it not? Right, right. So make sure you replace timing belts per owner's manual recommendations. Fantastic. Do you have any other tips and tricks since you you manage the car department in this family? <laughs> no, I don't. But I don't even know why we're doing alerts of the gun cars, because when it comes to cars and car maintenance, you know what Carrie says? Ain't nobody got time for that she just, I don't. She just goes and sits in the car you know and what? takes off driving so why you're talking to me about car stuff i have no idea i really don't he you know what we've defined this this thing first year of marriage that he's in charge of the cars okay i am- i made a bad decision whether we should do full coverage or liability or whatever it was oh, you're gonna go there and go there. no, no, we're not going to go fully there. Anyway, yeah, I'm still I, traumatized. I, I take a hands-off approach to cars, guys. So let me tell you what happened. as long as I have a car, that no, we don't want to know what happened. As long as I have a car, right, that has 
air conditioning and it drives me to point A and B without any issues, doesn't stink, lets me roll out the windows and have an AC, I'm good to go. You're good to go. Okay. Okay. Cooling seats for Texas too. Yes. Yes. She has to have those ventilated. (laughs) She has to have those ventilated seats. You know, from July till September, you get in that seat. You don't want a hot seat, especially if you got shorts on. You know what? Oh, okay. Okay, hot pants. Can we move on? Yep. Let's go. I'm ready. We need to move on. We need to move on to Abby is not right. The portion of the show where I grab, you know, a story from one of the advice columns and we chop it up to see if Abby is or is not right. But what I did want to tell you, Carrie, is thank you so much for that. Learn something. Thank you so much. You're on board flight 785. All right, guys, we are in Abby is not right. So here we go. Dearest Abigail, when my husband and I were dating, he introduced me to the sport of cycling. Before that, it had just been a means of transportation. A few years of training later, it turns out I'm actually pretty good at it. I have been on the podium three times this year, but he has not. He is definitely jealous. Should I stop competing? Question mark. That is what the wife is asking Abby. Now, as we always go, Carrie, do you want to go first or do you want to see what Abby has to say? Do you want to go first? No, I always go last. But uh, yes, would you like to go first? Sure, or I'll, I'll okay. go first. Okay. Yes. So this woman wants to know, should she stop competing? Because she's saying that her husband is definitely jelly. And she's been on the podium three times, and he has been on zero. Should she stop competing? What say you, Carrie? I I say she has two options. Okay. First option, she does stop competing and becomes his coach. Okay. (laughs) I wish you guys could have seen this. Let me tell you something. That's damn disrespectful right there. That is damn disrespectful. Okay? That was disrespectful. Second option. This is ridiculous. Continue competing and push him harder to get up on that podium. <laughs> push him harder to get up on that podium. Make okay. him work out more. Give oh, him some more tips. No. Thank you for Send that. Send him videos and Thank light you. his fire. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for that commentary. Thank you. Thank you. This send him videos and light his fire. Send you know his what? You know send I'm a very I'm a very competitive fire. person. She should not back down. It's his fault for introducing her. And if she's got the talent, she's got the talent, and he should praise it. Okay, I'm gonna see what Abby has to say. Why don't you say Ab- how you feel? Well, because I want to see what Abigail has to say. Abby says, "A man who loves his wife." Wants to be the wind beneath her wings, not an anchor around her ankles. She should not, nor actually you should not have to give up something at which you excel in order to save your husband's childish ego. Rather than give your heartburn, rather than him giving you heartburn for your success, he should be praising you for your progress. Shame on him. I said it much nicer, didn't I? That is what Abby said. I was much nicer. Gave the same opinion, but much nicer. Okay. Both of you are wrong. Okay. Both of you are wrong. This is ridiculous. Okay. This is downright ridiculous. I'm going to tell you right now, folks. This woman has been on the podium three times. Okay. Mm -hmm. He has not been on the podium once. Okay. Uh And I guarantee that he is the key to her success. 
Okay, and the reason being is because he introduced her to cycling. She would not be on the podium if it wasn't for him. And probably from looking at this letter that she wrote, she probably, now I don't like to read into things, but I'm a good judge of character. And I will say that she probably did not thank him every time that she was on the podium. Okay. She probably <laughs> did not give thanks. Take. She probably did not give thanks to him for helping her along the way to get so, on the podium. So you think she, you yes. think just a simple thank you would do it. You you don't think that he wants her to carry a can of oil and and pour it behind everybody until he can scoot up ahead of them and be second place behind her. This isn't Looney Tudes, okay? <laughs> this isn't Looney Tudes. But what I will tell you is this woman is she's ungrateful is what she is, okay? And what it says with Abigail talking about the wind beneath her wings, not an anchor around her ankles. I don't think this gentleman is an anchor around her ankles. Okay, I believe that he does not have a childish ego, and I believe that this woman should be thanking her husband. Okay, she could just and, be reading into it like you say I do with well, everything. She should ask him. She, she, she should she, ask him. Yes. Should I continue competing, honey? Oh, she should ask for permission and say, "You're wrong, I, boy. Please, yeah, please let me finish. You're let, not allowed to drink sweet tea ever again. <laughs> let me tell my truth, please. That's let what me the truth let, is let me today. Tell, you know, You're on board, flight seven eight five. Let me tell my truth, okay? <laughs> she should ask him. Should I continue competing? That's what she should ask him. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Okay. She should ask. You know what? I've got a friend. She should just compete more in, in more races no, no. than when he's not in it. Listen, I've got beat a, his time over no, no, and no. over listen, and over again. L- listen, I've got a friend that lives in Wichita. I'm not going to name who this person is, but she's a runner. Okay. And she lives in Wichita. And I will tell you, she runs all the time. And she's a great runner. Okay. Her calves are huge. Okay. Her calves are bigger than they're huge. But anyway, she's a great runner. Okay. And if it wasn't for her husband, and continuing to her fiance either way the man in her life pushing her on and getting her to where she needs to be truth be told i don't know if she would be there you're okay? so full I don't of know. diplomatic immunity okay dip don't get upset diplomatic immunity okay I, and if I, it were me okay if it were me please i'm on my soapbox right now no nope. let me spell my truth let me speak my truth catch me outside how about that i think it's if time it were me for if, you to go into timeout. If it were me, what I would do, okay, if she is going to be ungrateful, what I would have done, okay, I would have gotten her bike, okay, <laughs> then I would have taken her bike, and then I went to the neighbor's house, went to his garage, took his bike, then went and got my pastor's bike, and put them all on Facebook Marketplace and sold them. Diplomatic community, I said what I said. You, you all do not believe him for one minute. Yes, <laughs> that's what I not like she that. She's an ungrateful person. <laughs> She's an ungrateful person, Gary. You know what? We are out of time. This is ridiculous. We are out of time, Gary. I'm, I'm tired of you victim blaming on this show. I'm tired of it. We're gonna sh- we're gonna close the show. You know this what? is ridiculous. I, Gary, I've come to realize. Yes. Yes, your diplomatic I'm right. Yes, oh, I I understand why you do the podcast yes. now. Yes, why is that? Because it is like yes, when you do the podcast, yes. it's your alter ego. You know how I, you say, "How do you watch General Hospital?" And I say, "Well, I like watching it because they do things that normal people 
would never think of doing. Ain't and nobody got time for this. We're out of time. Wouldn't we're, be we're part of, of it. We're out of time. I feel you do your podcast. Your so your alter ego. Don't psychoanalyze can, me, okay? Can, Don't psychoanalyze me just because you've got a master's degree. thrive in an environment. You know, people that get a master's degree, they think they can look down on everybody else. You think you're better than everybody else, and I don't like it. I don't like your attitude, and I definitely don't like the tone. Carrie, do you have any final thoughts? I definitely will not be in a bike race this week. Any final thoughts, Only Carrie? this week. Okay. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Anything, Carrie? Anything? Women, go hard, go strong, beat the men. Okay, you know what? This is ridiculous. It's a war on men is what it is. I'm not going to stand for it. Guys, we're going to see you guys in two weeks. I'm going to leave you with this. There will always be someone who doesn't see your worth. Don't let it be you, kings and queens. Don't let it be you. We will see you guys in two weeks. Blue skies and a tailwind. Check me out on Instagram, Flight 785. We love y'all. You're on board Flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.